0: My next guest is an Australian-based seven-figure business coach helping busy women build and scale their high-ticket memberships without sacrifice. Please welcome Tony Bash. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna-Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I'm here to help you up-level, Generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Tony. Hey. Hi, <laughs> how are you? Good.
1: I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, of course. So I know you are a seven-figure business coach. You help busy women build and scale their memberships without sacrifice. That's (laughs) the key part. (laughs)
1: Scale is not easy, but not killing yourself in the process is the hard part.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk about that. Like that's I, I mean I hear this all the time. Like, how do I scale without, you know? sacrificing my time and, and my money and my freedom. So yeah, let's let's go ahead with that. Yeah,
1: sure. Look, I think for me, um when I first started my business, um, I was still working full time in corporate. And so yeah. I had to get pretty savvy at, you know, how I could balance both because I, I had no option. Like I didn't I didn't have there's only a certain number of hours in each day, right? So mm-hmm. I had to sort of figure that out on my own. Um, And that sort of led to me being pretty savvy at it. But along the way, I also learned like a lot of sort of personal development lessons about, you know, putting your life first before your business. And so now I'm really Mm -hmm. passionate about doing it for myself and, and coaching others on, you know, really designing your life first. And identifying you know how do you want your life to be like how many hours do you want to work where do you want to work from mm. um you know like what do you actually love doing and how much downtime do you want what, do you, yeah. what else are you juggling in your life I you know really and how do you want to feel I guess most importantly yeah. and I I really get them to to map that out and that then really defines you know if you don't already have a business that'll help define you know The parameters in which you can set up your business. And if you have a business, it can really help you get clarity about what you need to focus on as opposed to, you know, so many of us kind of end up kind of having a a business by default rather than by design. And so it's all about being very intentional. And then of course, like once you've done that, there's lots of little hacks that you need to do to save yourself time and and make sure you're um you're getting support and all of those good things there's more to it than just like ideation and setting up this is how I want it to be but it's all very very possible like I've seen this happen hundreds if not thousands of times so I'm pretty confident it's not just a fluke but that I, myself and a couple of my clients managed to do it. No, it's like it's hundreds, if not thousands, of people. So
0: wow, that's incredible! And and like, what's the story of how you got to do this type of work?
1: Oh, uh, it's a funny story. Um, I'll try yeah. and keep it short, but it's a bit of a long story. So I've always been um, super entrepreneurial. Um, so, I had a pretty stellar corporate career. I was sort of um, at a, a vice president level um, in, a, in a multinational Fortune 500 in multiple um, mm-hmm. multinational Fortune 500 companies for a very big chunk of my life and mm-hmm. climbed the corporate ladder. But I always had like a little side gig. You know, I always had something going on at the side because I was just super passionate about. Um, I don't know, I guess I always just felt like I was made for more and and it wasn't always about I'm trying to exit corporate um you know I think deep down I wanted other options, but it wasn't like looking for an escape, but more just I loved the challenge of it and so um, I'd never done an online course or membership though I'd always done sort of um, mm-hmm. products or services but not sort of a membership or a course and I had been unwell myself. Like, I don't know exactly what it was. I never got to the bottom of it, but I was just like really sick. And I literally would come home from work and I would crawl into bed and my husband would bring me mashed potato and gravy because my <laughs> throat was so sore that that's all I could yeah. eat. And, and I was just so, and I was, I had vertigo all the time and I'd seen doctors and I'd had like a small surgery um, on my ear to try and regain my balance and nothing was working. And I just went you know what, I need to um, start taking control of my own health. And I had always been like too busy to exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be like, right, I'm setting a goal. I'm going to exercise for an hour three times this week. And then it would be like, oh, I got caught up at work. I'm too busy. I'm too tired today. There'd be some excuse. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to make myself exercise every single day for 30 days. It doesn't matter if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, it doesn't matter If I, you know, just do some light stretching or I sweat it out, it doesn't matter. It's about building the consistency and the habit Mm. of exercising every day. Mm -hmm. So that 30 days came to an end and I was like, that wasn't too bad. And then it became 90. And then, you know, next thing you know, it was 365 days, um, a full year. And my husband said to me, oh, you should write a blog post about it. That's like a pretty amazing experience. I'd never written a blog post before. Um, and he had this blog for runners. He's a runner. But it wasn't like a popular blog. It was like family and friends read it. But I wrote this blog post and it got picked up by Ariana Huffington's publication, Thrive. Wow. And so then I had like hundreds of people reaching out to me going, hey, like I want to do this too. Like, can you help me do it? So I was like having that entrepreneurial spark. I was like opportunity. I can, you know, a I, I see this as an opportunity for a business, but B, I actually genuinely want to help these people. And so from there, I decided to launch a course. And. Literally in, it was like two weeks, I went from like having the blog post um, published to starting the course. As in, in that two weeks, I built a website, I created the course in that it wasn't all done. It was kind of the concept was done and I was kind of making it (laughs) up as I went along. Um, I had marketed it. um, And in that time, I didn't spend any money. I spent $50 on hosting an email service provider and that's all I spent. So, I got mm-hmm. over 300 people in my first round of this course. Wow. And I didn't know that was good, right? Like, because I hadn't come from this online course in membership. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was like, I'm like, oh, I could probably do better next time, you know? Like, <laughs> didn't realize that was good. And so, um, from there, like, the course um, was super successful. I ran it a couple of times. And then I just had this, this feeling in my gut that, you know, I wanted to continue on the journey with these people because. I kind of just taught them one component, but there was so much more that I could help them with. But also Mm. I wanted to make sure they stuck with it. Like I didn't want them to kind of have this short term win and then go back to, you know, old habits. And so I wanted to keep helping them and they wanted more. And so I, I, I said, look, I've got this crazy idea. I don't know if it's a thing or what it is, but what if you just paid me A little bit each month and I taught you new stuff each month and helped you each month and I so that was like my first membership but I thought I invented memberships like I was like I don't know if I've done before like I clearly didn't but I was just so naive in that but the membership grew and became very very successful and from that a whole bunch of people asked me for help you know setting up their businesses online and their memberships and Mm. my corporate career was in you know business coaching and helping, you know, develop the business and grow the business in in a whole bunch of different ways. And my passion was always business. And I had been the nerd that did like every course, every (laughs) single reading um, to make sure I applied out to my own business. And so I started doing it for friends and then they referred it to other people and then it got too big from there. And that's when it really became a proper business coaching business where I, you know, I actually did lots of coaching and had a membership around me helping them coach in their business and all of those sorts of things so that's a long wow. story but I hope that that you <laughs> the, the background that um you know it's that whole Steve Jobs things you can't connect the dots looking forward you can only connect them looking backwards I would have never imagined that this would be my business um journey for sure yeah
0: oh my gosh like that's incredible so what would you say is like the key, like the first thing to do to really build a high ticket membership that has traction?
1: Yeah, look, honestly, um, there's a there's a big piece of advice that I would give everybody, which is fall in love with your people, not in love with yeah. your product. Um, and I think that's really key is like really making sure that you really lean into who your ideal person is, what's mm-hmm. their big problem, and how you can help them solve that problem. Because if you do that, and, and when I say, you know, lean into it, I, I literally ask them, right? Like we don't have to live in this vacuum of trying to guess, like literally ask people that um, you think are your ideal customers and and work from there. Because as long as you're solving people's problems you'll mm. always be successful in business. Like as long as mm. you're making people's lives easier by solving their problems, you'll always be in business.
0: Mm, I love that so much. And I feel like there's a huge stigma right now in the online space where it's like, oh, don't push on people's pains and problems. Like it's funny mm. like, that you say that because it's like the basis of everything that we do
1: that's it. And look, I do think, you know, some people can get a bit icky. Um, You know, there's like what I call the bro marketers, where they really sort of try to manipulate it and and really like, you know, lean into it in an icky way. You don't have to do it in an icky way. Like Mm -hmm. how I like to look at it is I'm never really that keen on selling. And I'm probably more pro selling than 99% of my clients. (laughs) My clients hate selling, but I'm like, you're really not looking at it as selling to people. You're looking at it as serving them. Like they have mm-hmm. a problem, which means they're in pain of some kind. And if you can help them get out of that pain and you're really confident and comfortable, you can help them. You're mm-hmm. actually doing them a disservice if you don't like let them yeah. know that that option's there and and serve them. And so it's not about being a hard brew marketer, icky sales person that's kind of really like is your problem like but it's like hey you know I can I can show you an easier way like I can help you with this do you want to do you want to be on board
0: yes I love that I love that specification for sure and yeah like honestly what you do is incredible and I know that your clients must have incredible results, so I want you to brag a little. Like what's the most incredible results that
1: you've got? Oh, that's a great question. Um the first one that came to mind but I like I I don't know if it's the most incredible, but um I have I have somebody like inside my high ticket um membership which is like very high touch and amazing group of women that are six plus figures business owners. I had um somebody who she has a course and a membership and she was mm-hmm going to launch a new course and she was going to launch it in June and then she saw an opportunity to launch it in May, but she wasn't ready. Like she didn't have the course ready. She didn't have the emails ready. So, um, you know, I encouraged her. I was like, you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. So she, mm. um, launched this course that doesn't exist yet. Um, <laughs> it's still like, you know, you've know, got a lot of work in times of outline and planning and preparation, but, um, it's not finalized yet and she um she quickly threw together I, I think it was five emails that she sent out to just the people on the wait list for the course, not mm-hmm. even her, her entire list, and she managed to get a six figure launch um in May wow. and she's not officially launching till June, so um that was <laughs> a big moment for her because it was her first six figure launch. Um, but, but she's done multiple, you know, launches, um, even just this year that are close to that. But to think that at six figure in pre-launch, she was pretty happy about that. Um, but I think like what lights me up more is I've got, and there's quite a few clients that this has happened with, but there's one in particular that I'm thinking of when, um, I first met her, I wasn't working with her at that stage she was working like 40 plus hours a week and making like $2,000 a month from her membership. And um, she had an amazing membership, but just, you know, needed to kind of streamline things and and improve her messaging and her marketing. And so when she came on to work um, with me, we managed to flip that around. And so, you know, now she's making 30K, 40K a month. And and honestly, she's on the fast track to a hundred k months. If she's not there in twelve months, I'll be shocked. But now she only works like two three hours a week, and she's like always saying like I feel like I need to be doing more. Like because before I was like hustling so hard, Um, and that's the success stories that I love. The most because as much as like having a massive six-figure launch is incredible and she's also done it reducing the time she's working in the business but I think that massive flip of like working really hard and making mm. not much money to not working very hard and making a lot of money, like that's what lights me up. Because seeing people get that time back with their family or to mm-hmm. you know on themselves or their hobbies, like that's what lights me up. Oh, and I just get so much more excited by my clients' results than my own. Like it's so funny, like cheering yeah. like, them on, and I'm like, okay, where are you at now? Like you know, it's um, it's really funny. And then like when we have a result in our own business, it's like, oh, that's okay, that's cool. Like you know, but for my clients, it, oh man,
0: I'm just like, I'm so excited by it. So. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) amazing so i want to chat a little bit about mindset and like what truly keeps people away from starting a membership like what would you say is the biggest key that's holding them back
1: i think the biggest thing well i think there's a couple of misnomers one is that um you can't make a lot of money from memberships because they're low ticket and so it's kind of a misnomer Mm -hmm. for two reasons one is it doesn't have to be low ticket you can charge as much as you like um I've got Mm. clients that charge as little as $7 a month for their membership and as much as $2,500 a month for their membership. So it's a misnomer for that reason. But even my clients with low ticket memberships, like the person that I was just talking about that does easy 30, 40K um, launches, and she recently... Got twenty two thousand dollars just from a, a quick email that she sent. Um, okay. her, her membership's only thirty nine dollars. Like it's not, and it's only recently increased in price from I think it was twenty seven or twenty nine. So it's um, you know that that's a big misnomer. And I think the other thing is people feel like they need to be really changed to their memberships. Like if they had a membership, they could never take a holiday. They'd have to do it all. It would be mm. all on their shoulders. And it's just not true. I mean, um, mm-hmm. we have people that literally don't show up in their membership at all. That's the way they've structured wow. their membership. And we have like in my membership, I show up, you know, I have two. I have a, a lower ticket um, membership and a higher ticket membership. In my higher ticket membership, I show up multiple times a week. Um, mm-hmm. and But I still have like the time I need to myself because I want to set an example to my clients like I don't want to be an example where I'm like I never take time off you know I want them to actually see that you can do that so I think that's the two biggest mindset blocks is can I make enough money and is it going to suck too much of my time
0: Mm, yeah oh it's so good to be debunking those myths yeah
1: (laughs) Well, and you know, the other thing I would say is people just not believing they're good enough in business in general. Like, can I really do this? And oh gosh, like, I mean, if you've got a talent you can share with the world, you're really doing the world a disservice if you don't share it in some way, shape or form.
0: Yes. So go reach out to Tony, get her help and get started. (laughs) A hundred percent. Like
1: that's, I'd say that's the biggest (laughs) thing. And if you look at my um path that I sort of shared before yeah it's just about jumping in and taking action like it doesn't matter if it's yeah. perfect action you're gonna learn more from jumping in and making a whole bunch of mistakes than what you'll mm. learn from just like you know reading another book or sitting and thinking about it more you just I would just say like <laughs> like you said feel yeah. free to reach out and ask for help but just if in doubt <laughs> jump in you know make it happen
0: Yes, you got this. We're all behind you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> awesome. So I ask this to everyone who comes on the show and I'm really curious to know your take on it. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? That's a great
1: question. Look, I think
0: to me um, pow- powerful
1: and leadership, like power and leadership is about influence. And for me, mm-hmm. if I am influencing people in any way, shape or form, that's powerful leadership to me. And I, I don't mean influencing like, let me spruik a bikini on my Instagram and hope you buy it. <laughs> but I mean, if one person from listening to this podcast goes, you know what, I am going to jump in and take action and start that business I've always dreamt of doing like that's mm-hmm. to me um, powerful yeah. leadership. If you can evoke action out of other people and get them to be part of a, a life-changing movement then that's pretty powerful as far as I'm concerned
0: yes oh I'm so glad you said that like honestly that's really like so fulfilling when you see your work being taken like to this next level of okay I see I have this challenge and I'm going to work through it. I'm going to take action and I'm going to get the results. So I love that you said that. And my mission is really, I want my marketing to change more lives than my
1: business ever does. Like I'm not just here to serve paying customers. Like obviously I can give paying customers more of my time and attention, but I really want to, um, I guess from that position of powerful leadership, you know, influence people to, to really step into that that you know that life and that business they can really have I think everybody is made for more and if they're kind of either not taking the step into business or they they've taken the step but they're not all in like this is your calling to do it this is the stuff you're waiting (laughs) for so
0: yes I love it thank you so much for sharing that so do you have any last piece of wisdom that you'd like to share with the audience today
1: no, I think, honestly, I think um, just go for it. That, that yeah. would be my, my big piece of advice. is stop, <laughs> stop procrastinating, stop getting it perfect and just go for it. Imperfect action trumps no action any day of the week. Yes.
0: Amen. <laughs> awesome so where can people go to connect with you further online
1: yeah you can find me i'm on um, most of the social channels is just tony beige my name um so you can find me and connect with me there i'm um, i'm a pretty open book and always happy to chat with anyone
0: amazing go follow tony she's awesome and thank you so much again for being here oh thank you for having me i'm so grateful thank you so much for listening to this episode of the powerful female leaders podcast